to the Redeemed Evangelical Mission, Trem, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to hear from you. Lord, I ask every heart, O oh God, to be receptive of your word today. I yield myself as a vessel unto honor. At the end of it all, your name will be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. The word I have for you, the Lord said, I should come here, it might be just for one person, I don't know. The word is fear not. Fear not. You know, if there is anything that was introduced at the fall of man in Genesis 3, it was fear. The moment Adam heard the voice of God, he hid himself. And when God asked Adam, where are thou? He said he was afraid. If there is anything the enemy wants to do to rob us of what the Lord has perfected in eternity concerning each and every one of us, is to create fear. And once fear is introduced, there is no option other than defeat. Let's look at some scriptures. I hope somebody is there to help me out. Okay. Let's look at Exodus chapter number 14, reading from verse 10 to 14. Exodus 14 from verse 10. Okay. King James Version. Okay, New King James Version. Anyone? Is it, and when Pharaoh drew near, I don't know what that fear, that thing, I don't know, it might be symptom, it might be something, disappointment, news, whatever it is. That you are seeing from afar that is causing fear. Just be with me. Stay with me. He said, The children of Israel lifted their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very what? Afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Take note of that. They cried out unto the Lord. But in the next verse, you will notice something. Verse 11. 11, please. Hello? Can we have verse 11? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Can I have my phone? Let me. It's coming. <laughs> Let me have. Okay. It's still giving me verse 10. Let me just depend on my own phone. <laughs> Praise the Lord. All right. Exodus 14, I will read from verse 10. Praise the Lord. King James Version. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, or very afraid. And the children of Israel cried 
out unto the Lord. Verse 11. And they said unto Moses, take note of that, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? May that not be our portion. May that thing that is causing all to be afraid not begin to speak to us and we accepting what he's saying. No. May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. Whatever that is causing fear has a voice. It speaks. It is the voice that you are hearing that is causing the fear. And once fear comes, beloved, what happened? The peace of God that is a gift from him disappears. May that not be a portion in Jesus' name. I read on. It said, Wherefore hast thou dealt those with us to carry us, carry us forth out of Egypt? Verse 12, Is not this the word that we did tell thee? If you go to verse, uh, chapter uh, 5 of Exodus from verse 2, you will see where they said this statement. They, they made this statement that, Look, we are better off here. Even if we are slaves, we don't mind. Leave us alone. Hallelujah. May that not be our portion. We are masters. We will not be slaves. It's, it's not this word that we did tell the deal in Egypt, saying, let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. We will not die in our situations in Jesus' name. Verse 13, and Moses said unto the people, What? Fear ye not. <laughs> fear ye not. Say to somebody, fear ye not. Say to yourself, mention your name, Monday, fear ye not. There is no situation that is threatening us today that Jesus did not pay for. The price he paid on the cross covers whatever that is threatening you today. Whatever news you have received that is contrary to your expectations, it doesn't have that power. It doesn't have the capacity to undo what Jesus Christ has done. Like my father will say, Bishop Michael Konkwa will tell us, that the devil cannot undo in time what God has perfected in eternity. Amen. I want us to know that your salvation was not your own idea. God perfected it in eternity and it manifested in the physical. So also every blessing that God has bestowed on you, there will be a manifestation in Jesus' name. Let's continue. Verse what now? Yeah. Verse 14. Okay, we're still on 13. We've not finished it. He said, For the Egyptians whom <laughs> ye have seen today, ye shall see them no more forever. I am, have come to just let you know, beloved, to exhort you this morning to let you know that thing is temporary. No matter what it is that is contradicting the promises of God on your life, it is temporary. This year is still our year of exceeding what? Great reward. Irrespective of what is happening around you, 
Hold on to that prophetic word from our father. He didn't just wake up from the bed and said, he heard from God. And every child might should hold on to that word irrespective of the situation you are facing. When it is looking as if it is over, hold on to it. And say to yourself, this is my year of what? Exceeding great reward. Beloved, 14 and the last. The Lord shall do what? Fight your battle. He's going to fight your battle. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall what? Hold your peace. In other words, there is a responsibility here for you. The responsibility here is for you to hold your peace. What does it take to hold one's peace? Beloved, what do you know? Ask yourself, what do I know? If you look at Romans 8.28, we quote it when we are in in a very serious situation. But the key word that started that verse, we, we, we let it go. The key word says, for we know. Or, and we know. It is your knowing that, look, the situation is temporal that will make you see the victory before the victory. My father in the Lord, Bishop Michael Conquo, will say, you don't fight for victory. You fight from victory. What does that mean? The devil himself understands this. He knows that there is a principle that guides engagement in battle. They call it the rule of engagement. If you look at 1 Samuel chapter 17, the rule of engagement was introduced. <laughs> the giant, about three verses, was used to describe his weapon, but he never used them. He kept on speaking, he kept on intimidating. He kept on terrorizing. And he says something. He said, give me a man. Give me a man. I need your champion to face me. I am a champion of the Philistines. If your champion defeats me, my people will serve you. But if I defeat your champion, then your people become our slaves. If the enemy understood this, then why are we running away from the truth? Your elder brother went to the cross, defeated the enemy. He was buried. On the third day, he rose again. You are not asked to reinvent the wheel. All you are called to do is to fight from victory. If you look at what happened in the whole of that chapter 17, you will discover that as soon as David defeated the Goliath, the people of Israel rose and pursued. 
Then what happened? They spoiled them. They took the spoils. That is what you are called to do. You are called to take the spoils. There are benefits for Jesus Christ going to the cross to die for you. He didn't die that sickness will reign in our body. No. He has paid for it. He was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. By his stripes, we healed. Past tense. I love that song talking about casting our care. For hospital, you know, 5-7 says, cast your body upon him for he cares for you. As a young believer, the Holy Spirit taught me a lesson from that very fast. He said, if you carry a heavy load on you and you drop it on the ground, will you still feel the weight? My answer was no. He said, that is what it means to cast your body. The body is a weight. The only way you will feel that body is that you are carrying it. Beloved, I have come to remind us that Jesus Christ has taken the body. So there is nothing the enemy is presenting that is causing any fear from any angle. Let's look at Genesis 32 verse 7. Genesis 32 verse 7. Okay. Then Jacob was greatly afraid. Let's, let's, let's start from 6 so that we know why he was afraid. Verse 6. And the messengers returned to Jacob saying, we came to the, the brother Esau and also he cometh to meet thee and 400 men with him. Verse 7. Verse 7. Okay. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. And he divided the people that was with him. And the flocks and the heads and the camels into two bands. Why? Verse 8 tells us. And said, if if it's all come to the one company and split it, then the other company which is left shall escape. From here, what I said in my introduction is the picture painted here. When fear comes, you have accepted self-defeat. There is no more option that is left than to accept defeat. What, is, what Jacob did here is, look, my brother is coming with 400 men. I can stand him. So let him defeat a company and let me escape with a company. But the brother was coming in peace. Hallelujah. That thing you are afraid of is a setup. Pharaoh suddenly realized that look, the people of God have plundered them. If you go back to Exodus 3, you will see people who lost their children were asked to 
bring their gold and silver and they willingly submitted. Why? Why? Because the prophecy, just like our father has spoken, the prophecy has gone forth. Let's go. Let's go to Genesis 15. Genesis 15, I'm going to read from verse 13. Let's see. Okay. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that they, thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them 400 years. Next verse. And also, that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. This was the prophetic word. Like we already have prophetic word for the year. This year is what? When they were going through the challenges, this prophecy was still in their mind. That is the reason why no matter the circumstances, the situation you are facing, Please hold on to the prophetic word. That this year is our year of exceeding great reward. Whatever the enemy is doing now is too late. Hallelujah. Too late because the word has gone forth. Amen. The word of God cannot return void. Amen. It will indeed accomplish that purpose. And the purpose is that you and I will be blessed. This year, 2023, is special for us as Tremites. Beloved, fear not. Fear not. Why? Let us look at some reasons why we should not be afraid. Let's look at the reason. Number one, let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, reading from verse 1 to 5. Ephesians 2. Okay. And ye and you had he quickened. When you got saved, you were quickened. The word quickened there is to bring alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins? Wherein in time past ye walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversations in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we are by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But that changed the equation. That changed the equation. That bet there is what happened in 2 Corinthians 5.17. If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's a bit God who is rich in mercy. For his great love, where it he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, 
hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Let's add verse 6. Let me run it up. And he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. Fear can only have dominion on believers who don't know that they are seated in the heavenly places to take authority, control over situations on earth. You are not ordinary. You are not ordinary. That is why when you look at that second Corinthians 5 from verse 16, it says, Know ye no man after the flesh. In other words, I don't have to begin to see you the way you look, but the spirit man that is in you that makes you as you are like Christ. First John 4.17 As he is, so are we. Not as he was. Was there sickness in him? No. If sickness come, does that mean it's finality? No. No. Isaiah 54, 17 tells us no weapon. The weapon will be formed. The weapon might be the symptom. The weapon might be the, the news that is contrary to your expectations. But it didn't end there. It said it will not prosper. That is to say, even if you have the symptom, and they have a name for it. My father will say, what killed others will not kill us. Can I hear an amen? amen? I've come to encourage somebody. Fear not. What are your expectations? What are your goals for the year 2023? And it looks as if you are far from it. Fear not. What news did you receive recently that looks as if it contradicts what you have been told? Your year of exceeding great reward. Fear not. Beloved, you are seated with him. You are seated with him. So, what happened in sitting position? The people that can sit and give instructions are kings. We are kings and princes. We, we, we issue decrees by the reason of having understanding who we are in Christ. The you, like you know, you are a chapter type being. The visual is a spirit that dwells in the tabernacle called body. And you have a mind which is your will which is your emotion, which is your intellect. Like my father will say, the greatest thing that will happen to a man who is not born again is to be born again. But having <laughs> received Jesus as Lord and Savior, the greatest thing we all need is my renewal. You need two to overcome one. What do I mean? You are a spirit being. You dwell in a body and you have a mind. The mind 
is what controls situations. It was is the one that received that signal that brings about the fear. True or true? God. God bless you. So, what do you do? The ones that controls you the more is what decide what the mind will do. If it is your body, you're born again. You will discover that your mind teaches towards the natural phenomenon. And that is when we use the word carnal believer, meaning fleshly believer. But if your spirit man is built up, everything that you become in life, the day you got saved, was sealed and put inside you in your spirit man. The spirit was to unveil it through the mind for decisions making. But if the flesh is in absolute control, it becomes difficult. That is why we must deliberately renew our mind. Remember where we read in Ephesians 2. Paint a picture of where we are coming from and where we are now. If your mind is not renewed, the body is used to how things were done in the past. But I have come to say, as a righteous man and woman that you are, because why would we just say that? Christ died for the ungodly. He has made you righteous. And because you are righteous, you are operating as a righteous man. And that is what the enemy wants to do by bringing that news. He wants to test your ability. Whether you have understanding of who you are now. That challenge is meant to glorify God. Because if you look at that chapter 14 of Exodus, later part, you discover that the Pharaoh and the soldiers were drowned. Hallelujah. That situation, God wants to take glory. Amen. God wants to be exalted. Amen. God wants to use it to minister to others. That if I can do it for A, I will do for B. If only you know that he who has called you unto himself, he has won that battle. It is not even the battle he won. He won the war. <laughs> In the war, there are so many battles. That is why you call it battlefield. In life, there are so many battles. If you win one today, does not mean another will not show up tomorrow. But I want to let you know that God has gone ahead of you. And those battles are already put together in the war he won for you. Beloved, I don't know the battle you're facing. I've come to tell you 
that God, who has called you unto himself, has given you victory. The victory God has given you is a victory that's overcome the world through your faith. First John 4 18. First John 4 18. Can I have it on, on the screen? All right. There is no fear in what? But perfect love what? Casted out fear. Because what? Fear had torment. He that feareth is not what? Made perfect in love. Do you know why <laughs> the enemy wants to harass a believer? To cause the believer to live in fear? He wants to test whether you have understanding of this. He wants to know how much of understanding you have that God loves you. The God who died for you ever before you accepted him as Lord and Savior. He didn't wait for you to say, let's negotiate. Will you accept me before I go to the cross? No. He paid the price over 2,000 years ago. And here we are, called to enjoy the benefits. If you have understanding of the love of God, knowing that God will not be manned at you, there is nothing the enemy will bring against you that will make you begin to fear. Perfect love there talks about the God who knows the end from the beginning. He knows your next mistake tomorrow. And yet he says, I love you. Hallelujah. Your mistake cannot change the love of God because it's love personified. First John 4, 8. God is love. So what am I saying? For you to have understanding of his love for you, you need to fellowship with him. Hallelujah. Your fellowship with him is what will give you understanding that the love is real. And that is why he says, let Christ dwell in you richly. It can only be by fellowship. I will give this analogy. My brother, Samson Siasia is over there. Assuming that is a position of God, and I'm here. He is far from me because I am here. If I want him to get closer to me, what will I do? That's what fellowship is. Come near unto me, and I will come near to you. He is constant. We are the variables. So, what it means is that if you can sit down at his feet to learn of his nature, that nature rubs up on you. You begin to exhibit the nature without any struggle. Nature is, a, is being. That is why our father in the Lord, Bishop Michael Conquo, will say, we are human beings, not human doing. Yes. 
In other words, when God calls you righteous, you are righteous. Not until you begin to exhibit righteousness. You are. You must accept who he has called you. For the Holy Spirit to make it happen. So why am I saying all of this? To let you know fear can only overwhelm those who don't have understanding of who God is. The love of God. We can dwell on that without any. It is the love of God, beloved, that made Jesus leave his throne to come here and die for you and I. What else can he not do? Romans 8.32 What else can he not do? Romans 8.32 He that spared not his own son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely, freely, when something is free, did you work for it? The moment you give a dime, a cent, for anything, it's no more a gift. I mean, it's no more, I mean, it's no more free. You have paid, but it's telling us <laughs> you are not the one. At the center of it all is Jesus. It's Jesus. He came to reconcile us to the Father. That is the reason you and I can assess the throne. Whatever it is that is causing you fear, I want you to know that you have access to the Father. I know people boast that they have access to Biden. They have access to the powerful people in the world. But you and I have access to him who have the life of those people in his palm. Beloved, I've come to tell you today that the love of God will help you to overcome every fear. Whatever that is fear in your life, today I put an end to it. Whatever news that you have heard that is not so good is turning around to glorify God in the name of Jesus. I pray for each and every one of you today that the Lord God Almighty who has called you, who has prepared the way for you to become all he has ordained, he will do everything to make you good. He will bring it to pass because he is the one doing it. In the name of Jesus. We are all we are all tools in his hand to begin to glorify his name. We are, we are. Father, I thank you. I give you the praise, I give you the honor. Shall we just rise up? As we begin to pray, if you can pray in the prayer language of the Spirit, I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost knowing that of a truth God who has called us unto himself is more than able to do that which 
you think is impossible. Whatever that's considered itself to be impossible, your life is possible. Because the God that we call upon is the God of the whole universe. He's the one that, that makes all things possible in his own time. Father, we thank you. Manda kalebo sutayalaba. Malebo zoto yikarabadaya lebo soto. My Father, my God, we bless your name. Malebo sante kalaba sante kilebo. Rabada yegedirebo zutayalaba sata. Mande kalabo seterebo. Makata yegedirebo. Manka palabo zete yikalabo sete. Father, we thank you because we know. You have, oh God, won the battle. Lord, you have won the war. Even any battle that comes across our path today, Lord, it is already part of the war that you have won and given us, oh God, a victory. Blessed be your name. Manlebu Zutayalaba. Rabada Yegede Kamando Hurabata Yegede Hibatsilababa. My Father, my God, we thank you. Remando Hurababa. Ramanda Yegede Kamando Hurabada Yagada Hebu Sutarema. Mande hila bata yegede rebo sute kapalabu ramada yagada yegede. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you all the adoration. We magnify you. Lord, you have not given us the spirit of fear. Lord, you have given us, O God, the spirit, O God, of love, O God, of power and of a sound mind, O God. Father, nothing will intimidate us. Nothing, O God, will make us, O God, to cower. My Lord and my God, we will continue to raise, O God, our shoulder high, knowing that of in truth, O God, this is our year of exceeding great reward. My Father, my God, we thank you because we know every one of us here will testify, O oh God, of your goodness. Lord, today, O oh God, will stand, O oh God, as a memorial, O oh God, for that which, O oh God, you have done in time past that will manifest so suddenly in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. My father, my God, we pray, O oh God, today, Lord, that situation, O oh God, is turning around. That situation, O oh God, is turning around in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. That situation is turning around. I hear that in my spirit. We're going to pray with this scripture. Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Hallelujah. Okay. Now thanks be unto God, which always caused us to triumph in Christ, and not in your ability, in Christ. And make it, make it manifest the travel of his knowledge by us in everywhere, every place. This is a guarantee that whatever situation that you're facing, virtually certain. He said always. Always. Always triumph. Virtual what? Is certain. I want you to pray. Whatever that is a challenge, that thing that is so difficult, that thing that you know that ordinarily Human ability cannot do it. I want you to thank God for it. I'm not saying ask. Thank God for it because it is over. Thank God for it because it is done. 
thank God for it because God has turned it around. Man, labo satayalaba, rande kepozu sunde Now thanks be unto God, which always, always causes us to triumph. Father, Lord, we triumph in Christ because Lord, the price was paid. Father, we thank you, O God. We saw, O God, the Colossians, O God, two, verse fourteen and fifteen. Verse fifteen tells us, O God, how, O God, Jesus Christ, O God, made mess of the devil and his court. My Father, my God, we thank you because we know we are not afraid of any situation. My Father, my God, any situation that confronts, O God, that confronts your people, O God, is an opportunity, O God. For you to flex your muscles uh, is an opportunity, Lord God, uh, for you, O oh God, uh, to reveal your mightiness. It is an opportunity, Lord Lord, uh, for you, O oh God, uh, to win more to yourselves. Uh, it's an opportunity, Lord God, for them to know that of a truth, uh, you are God and nobody else. My Father, my God, we thank you. Oh, man, the In the name of Jesus. Beloved, when fear comes, what do we do? When fear comes, you will have to see with the eyes of God. You will take the spectacle of God and put it on to look at that situation. What do I mean? Go to the word. Go to the word. When it is so bad, if you look at Exodus 6 verse 1, at a point when Moses was confused and afraid. <laughs> Who is there? God said something to him. He said then, the Lord said unto Moses, verse 1, verse 1, verse 1. See what I'll do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, Shall he let them go? And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. Can you imagine the people that just lost their four sons? They were given out. Please leave us alone. I don't know. Whatever it is, Kalamu Lava. Hold on to the promise. Hold on to that word of God. If there is none that you have, remember this is our year of a city great reward. Liba, rabadabadaba, yeketeke posute kamanda yakota, rabande kamande kula badaya bode keruba santa yagabalambo zeka hilaba. My Father, my God, blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. When you are faced with situations that wants to mock you. Exodus 7.1 Begin to see yourself in the real you. Then the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh. And Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Joshua Joshua 7, 1 and 2. Joshua 7, 1 and 2. But the children of Israel committed a trespass and then go to verse 2. Joshua 
All right, let's go to Joshua 6, 1, uh, 1 and 2, yeah. This was when Ahai defeated them. Let's go to Joshua, yeah. Now Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. No went out, no came in. Verse 2. And the Lord said unto Joshua, what did he say? I have what? Is that word not in past tense? Given. But right there and then, the war was still standing. Beloved, if I ask now, who are you? What will you tell me? I know you will begin to introduce yourself and tell me your names. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is your identity. And because you are that righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you have the power to decree a thing and it shall be so. I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost. Lima Sutura. Ripale Santaya Kufuramanda. Hila Bosete Kamanda. Malebo Sute Kapala Bosenihila. Antaya Labo. What is that mountain before Zerubabel? Lebo Sataya Laba. Oh, it shall level by that word. That shout of grace, grace, grace. Alabo Sataya Laba. Rande Kamando Koposuta Yalebo Zende Hila Baba. De la Moseke Hila Baba. The Egyptians you see today, you will see them no more. Forever. Makapala Bosenda Hila Baba. My father, my my God, we thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you all the adoration. Blessed be your name, O God. In Jesus' name. I want you to do something as a little in my spirit. Grab somebody, not 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 your relatives. Grab somebody that is not close to you. I know, I know, not husband and wife, not brothers and sister. Not mother and, and, and son. Look for someone else and hold their hand. I want you. I want you to pray for that person. Come. I want you to pray for that person. And say whatever that it is that the enemy wants to use to cause fear. It will turn out. To be to the glory of God. Like my father will say whenever he reads Romans 8, 29, 30. It will tell you that you are called for glory. That glory will manifest even in this situation. Pray that prayer with that person. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 
listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.